Dad hunches over the steering wheel. His knuckles whiten. Tiny drops of perspiration appear on the back of his neck. He knows he's been outsmarted once again. It must be frustrating for him having a son as clever as me. It must be hard knowing that he can never win. The fly lazily cruises in front of my eyes. It's asking for trouble. Well, it's come to the right man. I once saw a movie where the door of an aeroplane opened mid-air and everybody was sucked out by the vacuum it created. I don't need a vacuum quite that powerful, but maybe if I open and close the door, I'll be able to create one strong enough to suck the fly out. I squeeze the door handle as carefully and as slowly as I can so that it doesn't make any noise. I swing it open, then shut. Open, shut, open, shut. What do you think you're doing? Screams Dad. I'm creating a vacuum, I say. What? A vacuum? I'm trying to get a fly out of the car. Shut the door and keep it shut, shouts Dad. I'm warning you, if you don't behave yourself, I'll stop the car and you can get out and walk. Do you understand? But Dad, I say. No buts. Do you understand? Yes, Dad. Dad's knuckles are really white now. He's gripping the steering wheel so hard that his bones are practically breaking through his skin. I hear a buzz. It's coming from behind me. The vacuum didn't work. I turn around, but I can't see the fly. Hang on. The noise is coming from outside. I undo my seatbelt and kneel up on the seat to get a better view. There's this crazy-looking guy riding an old black Harley. He's got a long red beard, a black bowl-shaped helmet and a pair of old-fashioned plastic riding goggles. They make him look like a fly. And his motorbike sounds like one, only much louder. Suddenly the fly shoots across the window. Showdown time. I try to cup it in my left hand and hook it out of the window. Well, that's my plan, anyway. But the fly has other ideas. It skates across the window to the far corner and then back again. I'm chasing the fly back and forth across the window when I notice that the bikey is making hand signals. He thinks I'm waving to him. I wave. He waves back. I wave again. He waves back again. We're best friends now. Stop waving, says Dad. Sit down and put your seatbelt back on. But he waved first, I say. Don't annoy bikies, says Dad. I don't want any trouble. I'm not annoying him. I was just being friendly. Sit down. OK, OK, don't get your knickers in a knot. I give one last wave to the bike man, but he's pulling into a service station and doesn't see me. I feel like I've lost my best friend. I notice a movement out of the corner of my eye. I look up. The fly is on the roof. It's taunting me. It buzzes again. Andy, says Dad. You're pushing your luck. It wasn't me, I say. It was the fly. I have to get rid of this fly, and quickly, before it gets rid of me. I reach up and try to cup it with my hand. It jumps to the left. I try again. It jumps to the right and then heads towards the front windscreen, daring me to come after it. I unbuckle my seatbelt and dive into the front seat. I catch the fly in midair. How's that? I yell. I'm lying with my head in Mum's lap and my legs are all over the steering wheel. Dad slams the brakes on. The car lurches forward. Get out!
he says. But it's not my fault, I say. It was the fly. I don't care whose fault it was, he says. Out! But look! I open my hand to show Dad the fly and prove that I'm not lying, but my hand is empty. It must have swerved at the last minute. Outsmarted by a fly. I hate that. Out! says Dad. Surely he can't be serious. I'm sorry, Dad. I was just trying to get the fly out of the car in case it caused an accident. You're the only one who's going to cause an accident, he says. Out! Mum, I say, are you going to let him do this? It's for your own good, she says. You've got to learn. I open the door.